Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another awesome week of the Come On Man podcast. If you are listening on a podcast platform, an audio podcast platform, be sure to give us a five-star review if that's available. And if you can write us up a, a nice you know, word review as well, we'd appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you not only subscribe, but you also hit those notifications because it's so important because we have new episodes every week. All right, this week, I have a really interesting guest. <laughs> He's a really good guy. And if you follow other red pill type people on TikTok, you probably have seen him. He is Black Spider Guy Advice. Now, he's a guy who you know, because he's talking about red pill stuff and relationships and you know, some of that stuff is not very politically correct. He hides his identity by dressing up like a black version of Spider-Man. So we talk to him. We find out why the Spider-Man mask. <laughs> we find out about his upbringing. We find out that his dad is just a great guy. Like his dad seems like the epitome of a 3% man before Corey Wayne even wrote his book. Uh, that's a fascinating story. Uh, we talk about how he got red pilled, you know, stuff that he's, uh, you know, people that he follows in the space and, and stuff like that. So it's a very interesting interview. And if you like Black Spider Guy advice, I mean, he had a huge following, almost over, almost six, 160,000 followers on TikTok, almost 160,000 followers before he got banned. So he had a pretty decent following. So anyway, if you like Black Spider Guy advice, stay tuned because I'm going to bring you that conversation right after this. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. You'll never believe what Duke Cannon did. In fact, I thought if I told you guys about it, you might revoke my man card. 
But then it hit me. This could be awesome for all of us. Duke Cannon has released a new basic ass pumpkin spice latte scented bar of soap. Now hear me out here. This thing is guaranteed to bring all the basic white girls to the yard. Hell, they may even show up wearing nothing but their Ugg boots. To get yours, visit duke.comeonmanpod.com or click the link in the show notes and you'll get free shipping. Using this link tells them I sent you, so you help me out, and you get free shipping in return. So it's win-win. That's duke.comeonmanpod.com or use the link in the show notes. It's pumpkin spice season, so use it to your advantage, men. All right, swinging in on his web of truth is the Manosphere superhero, Black Spider Guy. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? I, it was only a matter of time before I got you on, man, because uh, you're pretty big. You're pretty big in the Manosphere. You had, uh, well, it will get to it. You had like 150,000 or so followers. How many followers did you have? I had 159k on TikTok. Oh, roughly. almost almost 160. And then yeah. you got you got banned. Yeah, they they banned me, you know, TikTok and its powerful guideline blocking abilities. So Yeah, it, we'll get into that here in a, in a little bit. Uh but I do I, I I wrote up a bunch of questions. The other night I was sitting there uh watching your YouTube channel Mm-hmm. Just go, going through it. It's in, in for people that aren't familiar. You guys probably know Black Spider Guy from TikTok mostly, but yeah. he has a YouTube channel, and a lot of it is the same kind of skits and fun little things. I love your you have your news segment. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which one? I don't know. You, I think that I think you have them categorized, but you had like four separate little news segments. And I just yeah, thought those, been, thought those I've were been clever. trying to. To add, because basically what my YouTube was originally was more of like a backup to TikTok. I always had a feeling that, you know, one day TikTok was going to ban me. Hell, I've been banned like five times before I was Black Spider guy. So, you know, I was, you know, I'm always kind of paranoid. So YouTube was original. That's why you see a lot of this. They're just clips from, you know, TikTok. I've got my little popular Black Spider guy advice, you know, section there. But I also understand that since, you know, going forward, I can't just have it as a backup. It's got to be its own entity. So I've kind of, you know, split it up, uh, you know, categorized everything so that people understand, okay, well, he's got his TikTok stuff, but he's also got other things on YouTube that are YouTube specific. So that's that's what I've been trying to do. Sure, sure. Actually, you know, the podcast is my primary I'm all, that's why really? in, yeah that's why in every wow. video I have a thing at the bottom saying like link in the bio you know come on man podcast and stuff like that I originally started doing TikTok as a promotion mechanism for the podcast so yeah. Wait, what um, was that song say video killed the radio star yes but you're the, but you're <laughs> but you're the, the the audio star that killed the video star something that, that's pretty cool man I've never heard of anyone going from podcast to video yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, it, it's funny. So I started this podcast last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it started out of a, a, a group of uh, a men's group called the, the 3% man Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And we're all super serious students of Corey Wayne's book, you know, how to be a 3% man and Corey Wayne's videos. I don't know if you're familiar with Corey Wayne. I watched and, him a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
the, that group is all just like serious students of it. And um, they made me a moderator because I was posting all the time, posting date mm -hmm. updates, like, oh, this worked for me, this didn't, stuff like that. And I, uh, they made me a moderator. So I got in really good with the, the guy who created the group. His name is Chris. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Chris, what do you think about a podcast for the group? You know, like for men, we could talk about the stuff, like, you know, stuff we're learning. I could have guys on. We could talk about, you know, stuff that works for them, blah, blah, blah. Just you right. know, podcast for, for that. So that's how that started. And then sometime at the end of last year, I was like, you know, I need to branch out out of this group and get more men in the community in general. In the ministry, and, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I started the YouTube channel where I basically just took all the video parts you know, of the podcast and just put them up on, on YouTube. And that's pretty much what I do there. And then TikTok, I noticed, uh, I was dating this gal. Mm -hmm. Uh, we call her Marine Corps chick on the podcast and she was, <laughs> she's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, but I was dating this gal last year and she had, uh, a modest following on TikTok. Maybe like, uh, I, I remember when I was dating her, she hit a thousand followers okay. and, and okay. she would just put out you know, bless her heart. She was a, she was a really good chick, just not a right, right fit for me, but uh, mm. she, she would put out the, just the dumbest shit on TikTok and just, it would completely go viral. Like it would, be, <laughs> it, it would happen like every other week too. And I was like, you know what? I got to get on TikTok because apparently it's really easy to go viral. And it, it was, um, it hasn't been this time around though. They just made an algorithm change I've noticed, but yeah. It's but, um I, on Instagram actually a couple of people have been showing me videos of other people who have been blocked or banned on TikTok and apparently people are trying to sue TikTok. Mm. Um apparently there's a way you can do it. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't want to get into the the wordiness of it, but apparently you can actually sue the people who get you banned, who mass ban you. Um and you know again I, I tell people all the time like TikTok originally was made for minors. It was made yeah. for teenagers. And it still is. That's the funny part. It still is. If you look at the guidelines, that's why the guidelines are so strict. Right. And the reason why they ban people so like thoroughly now is because they were sued. And mm. the, the person that sued them won. So they made these new guidelines so that way they don't get sued again. But, you know, as a result, right, and this is where it gets all muddy. You're allowing adults on this app. You're allowing minors on this app. You're, you, you, you know, so there has to be some kind of regulation. Yeah. You're going after the hate speech, but then allowing, there's like 14 year old girls shaking their behinds on there. Mm -hmm. And they're considering that as, oh, that's just minors having fun. But then you throw adults in there, then it gets a little crazy because, you know, you've got famous TikTokers on there. There's that guy that does makeup. He, he got in trouble for talking to a, a, a 15-year-old kid. And he's like, what, 25 or something? I'm not sure his age. But it's it's kind of weird, TikToks, because, yeah, you can go viral. But the reason why you're going viral is it's, it's not so much the adults, because YouTube is more of an older person platform, I've noticed. Maybe like, you know, 20 and up, 25 and up. So I, don't know. I don't know. My, my kids... My kids love, they love YouTube. My son does. My son's obsessed with YouTube. And there's a lot of, well, I'm not, I'm, oh. Well, I'm not saying that like, you know, YouTube doesn't have young people on it. But I'm just saying that YouTube is, is more geared towards, I feel like, a little older group. 
because then you go on yeah. TikTok. I had 14 year olds commenting on my video saying you're a misogynist. And I'm like, you're, you're 14. 14. But, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 oh, but okay. And, and like, when I first made a TikTok, because I, I was just like you, I was like, oh my God, this is a great way to trend and a great way to get a following. I got banned immediately because I was speaking my mind. Had, I, had thir- I had five 13-year-olds tell me, hey, you're a weirdo. Because I was still wearing um, a mask, but it was a different mask back then. And, um, you know, they were like, oh, you're a weirdo, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they mass reported me and I got banned. Wow. Okay. You know, yeah. So what I've kind of noticed is the older people, they'll comment and say, oh, you're a misogynist. They're not banning you. I, it's the younger teenagers that are going in groups and attacking people because it's, it's, the, young, it's the younger generation. I mean, I'm not old. I'm certainly not young, young anymore, but, you know, I'm in my mid-20s. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, the, it's the teenagers that are caught in their feelings that are mass banning all these people. And TikTok doesn't specify like it doesn't even have like an adult section right everything is blended together so they're gonna ban everybody because they're like oh this is adult content with and there's children on here make an adult tiktok that would solve all their problems but they don't want to do that because the kids watch the adult stuff Mm -hmm. and they get money and ad revenue from the kids watching the adult stuff this is why they allow it Got it. Yeah, because I mean, it it, it makes no sense to me. I mean, because YouTube and Instagram both let you set up your account and say 18 only. 18 only. Exactly. And so, and I do that as a precaution for for my content. And, and, and I, and you know me, I don't, I actually don't talk that bad. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there every once in a while, especially in my, before I got banned. You know, I, I would go off and have these, uh, you know, red pill videos because I, you know, to be honest, controversy creates clicks, I say. And, exactly. And there are some aspects of the red pill philosophy that I agree with. And so sometimes like I'll put that out there. And of course, that just gets immediately those usually oh, yeah. get blow up and then I get all sorts of haters. And, you know, it's but on YouTube, oh, but I, and, I love it. I love it. Yeah. YouTube and, and Instagram, though, I can I can say, OK, you know, it, it's fine if you're offended, but, it, you know, at least be an adult about it. And <laughs> nah, Yeah. I mean, it's just like you said, for some reason, well, I mean, it's not for some reason. TikTok knows what they're doing. Yeah. YouTube and Instagram have been around for a little longer. You know, they've had their lawsuits and stuff, so they've made their precautions and it's worked out pretty well. You've got red pill content on Instagram that doesn't get banned immediately. Because they've got sections and they have age restrictions. You go on TikTok. TikTok's fairly new, you know, and they're still learning, I guess. But because they're still learning, it's kind of very dangerous. You know, you've got a there's there's pedophiles on TikTok. I think there was a there's like a TikTok on there specifically. There's a group of people who go out trying to find older guys trying to talk to 13 year olds. I think there was a dude who was saying that his daughter was being stalked by some guy and was sharing, he shared it to me, you know, and it's like, you've got little kids on here, yeah, you know, and I get it. Some people are like, oh, well, the stuff you're saying is crazy. I'm like, look, if I had a daughter, right, the stuff that I'm saying, personally, I think I would probably tell my daughter right off the rip, hey, this is what, this is how men are, yeah, this is what men expect. If you want to be independent, you can. 
but you're not going to be able to get these kind of men. And if you do want to be this way, then you need to do this and you'll get these kind of men. What I'm saying isn't that. Right. You know, if I had, because I've, I've had, I've had people ask me, especially if you had a daughter, would you still say these things? Yes. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a daughter in my house and she, <laughs> she actually follows my TikToks, you know? Like, oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> she follow, and, and she and I have conversations about it. And I, and I, uh, I would actually get on her case about the, the, her current boyfriend more because to me, he's a total simp, you know, he's, yeah. you know, but I encourage it because he lives five hours away in Denver and, <laughs> and uh, that long distance relationship keeps her out of trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's good. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's one way to control it. That's, that's actually smart. Good, good father trick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I encourage that relationship. I'm like, Oh yeah, he seems like a, a decent boy, you know? And, <laughs> but in reality, but I'm like, yeah, you don't want that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, Girls at the end of the day want a man that's, you know, it's going to sound, it's going to sound messed up, but kind of superior to them. You know, I've asked the girls all the time. I'm like, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, what do you want in a man? Mm-hmm. They'll say money. They'll say height. They'll say physical strength. They'll say cars. Okay. What kind of personality type is going to generate those things? They go, oh, well, you know, I, he, he might be aggressive. It's like, no, you know he's going to be aggressive. Because mm-hmm. in order to get that good job, in order to get that car, we don't, we don't, see, see this, is, this is another thing. We don't start off with our values. Men don't start off with, we have to grind. Mm-hmm. And in order to grind, we got to go through depression. We got to go through a-holes. We got to deal with TikToks being banned and restarting businesses. And we just have to keep on going because if we don't, there's no, I can show my face online and then some girl will say, oh, you're cute. I'm, I'm here for you. I'll send you $500 and you can stay at my house for free. And we don't have that. Yeah. You know, I know one of these girls on TikTok before I got in was telling me I was making her relationship bad because her boyfriend was letting her stay at his, ha- at his house for free. And he saw my video and was like, why aren't you paying rent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, isn't it crazy how you were even able to stay at a person's house simply for existing? So when a man says, hey, the guy you're going to get is going to be aggressive because he had to go through hell and doesn't have the same safety nets that females have. And you go, ah, that's crazy. Nah, you have no idea the, 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 the reality that it is, you know, being a man. Yeah. You know. I think I made a video on Clapper where a girl was like, I don't know if you saw it. She was like, I wish I had the life of a teenage boy. Oh, yeah. And I, I was, think I did see that. Yes. That got like 8.9 thousand views. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But the fact that girls nowadays feel that a, ma- a boy's life is so much easier than theirs when it's completely the opposite just boggles my mind. I'm not saying that girls don't have things to deal with. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that their pain isn't something that shouldn't be taken into consideration, right? You, they, they have pain. But to completely just just ignore the fact that boys go through trauma too completely tells me how they really feel about us, which is we're just whatever, you know? But Spider Guy, we have male privilege. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we've got that. Uh... 
That old male privilege. <laughs> good old, good old fashioned, sweet, delicious male <laughs> privilege. You know, just right out of the box, just can do whatever we want. I could become Superman. Just I can go outside and do whatever I want. You yeah. Know? You can become <laughs> Spider Guy. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta. I, I can't speak my mind unless I'm Spider Guy. That's how much privilege I've got. Just <laughs> right, just, right. Just wonderful. And we'll, we'll, uh, we 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 actually are gonna go get into uh, why why Spider Guy. But uh, I I wrote down a bunch of questions, and the first question I actually really wanted to ask though is who hurt you. <laughs> I think that's the best question. I think I get I get asked that question. I think on Instagram and on Clapper. Yeah, like at least ten times a week. I it's funny when I before I got banned, uh, my mm. old account I would I would get that all the time, especially on the red pill videos. Just the, oh hey, yeah, who hurts you? I finally did uh, like a like a spoof little women did sis you know like video <laughs> and then right after that video i got banned but uh i finally got a new one today it's the first time in this on the new account i was like oh nice. finally i'm making it <laughs> i'm making it again get my followers back there but, you go but seriously though i mean that that question does come up a lot and mm. uh i i i think you were on some other podcast recently talking about that but like what's your typical it. response to who hurt you it's not, I always say it's not who, it's whom, mm -hmm. right? It's like, in order to be, in order to learn, you have to go through trials. You have to go through trials and tribulations. You don't just sit there and listen to a, a red pill podcast and go, oh my God, an epiphany. No, you, you know, you have to go through your own stuff and then you listen to them and then you're comparing and contrasting what they're talking about to your life. Yeah. And then you go, and you go wait a minute. That girl was wasn't just texting me. She was using. Oh my! Wait a minute. She went on a date with me not because of this, but because of that. Oh my! Like you start having these these wake up calls. Yeah. And and then you go through another date, and you go and you meet with another girl and another girl, and then you build up this kind of knowledge. And then when you listen to you, or you listen to Steph is cold, or Chuck Daddy, Jay Root, you all of a sudden things start to click, and then you wake up, and then you start going something's not right here then you make a video girls go another one escaped the matrix let's <laughs> let's try to plug him in with the with the jack called shame uh-huh they go who, who hurts you and that's their tactic of trying to get into your emotion right because a man in himself a strong man is is calm emotionally yeah they shoot that who hurts you as a as a shit test it, it's a shit test Mm -hmm. they're trying to see if you're going to bite. Who hurt you? If I emotionally blurt out, they go in their brain, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You're weak. Gotcha. And then they use that and they go, ha ha. Now take a guy like you, you or me. Who hurt you? We laugh. Right? Mm -hmm. Then they, they don't know how to respond to that. So they shoot you with more hate, which yeah. is basically your win. You have won. Right. Because they're the ones that are now getting emotional, not you. Right. So anytime a girl says who hurts you, I personally see it as a badge of honor because you're telling me I'm winning. You're mm -hmm. telling me I'm right. You're saying to me 
that you notice what I'm saying is right on the money, but you don't want to admit that. You don't want to admit that. No, because you'd wake up all the guys around you, your little beta orbiters. So you have to stick to your guns and, and try to shame me and get me into an emotional state like all these weak betas. Because this is the female shit test. You're trying to look at me and say, wow, this guy's got a, a following. I'm going to try and make this guy look weak so that his following will, will leave him. Right? They try. It's what girls do in, um, in everyday life. They'll take a guy. They'll try to sh um, shit on him. Oh, he's evil. He's bad. So that he'll lose his, his fame. He'll lose his money. Girls do this all the time because they're, they're trying to control the narrative. Women are manipulative by nature. And that's not a negative thing. So things are. Yeah. It, it's who you are. It's like men, we, we, we like to build and destroy. These are our, I had to learn to accept that. It, it, this, this, that took a lot to learn and accept. Because I used to be that guy that was like, women are evil. I yeah. get that a lot too. Guys will go, did you know women are evil? And I'm like, no, they're not. They're just manipulative by nature. And that's how they're designed. Mm -hmm. You as a man don't know how to walk through that. And you don't like that you have to go through that. You think it should be easy. So you call them evil. It's like, do they do evil acts? Sure. But most of it is kind of in a delusional state. I'm sure you've noticed this. We're like, you'll be straight up with a, with a girl, right? And you'll go, how did you not understand that? And they'll go, but oh, like, they just, they just can't get it. Yeah. And this is because, because you got to think about it. This is a creature who lives her life based on her physical value, her physical. This is a creature who just puts on a certain kind of clothing and people are ready to service. Mm -hmm. This is a creature who can just dance. And people are ready to take accountability, fight off wars, save her without asking anything. So when a guy like you or I comes in and goes, so is that it? Mm -hmm. The only thing she can say is, oh, who, who hurts you? you? You must be gay. Yeah. You don't like this, or you don't understand. You don't understand yeah. the value I really have, and it's like, well, enlightenment. Started, yeah, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> you ask that question. You ask that question. You get no answer, and that's your answer. Sure. Right. This is why you have girls go on Kevin Samuels, and they're like, "You're mean, Kevin Samuels. You're gay, Kevin Samuels. Who hurts you, Kevin Samuels?" And he just goes. You done? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all you have. Yeah. And, you you know, you and me, Paul, like, you, you TikTok is a prime example because TikTok, just like we go on there and we're like, we can build a great following. Women are, ju women are just as fast on that. Just as fast on that because they, they go on TikTok, they see a girl shaking their behind, they get a thousand, couple million views. They go, why can't I do that too? Because women are very hive-minded beings. Hive-minded. Oh, she's doing that? I can do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, she just made a million dollars on, on OnlyFans? I can do that. They're also very competitive with each Ooh, other. Yes. Yes, I was telling one of my friends that. He was like, why do girls wear big eyelashes and, and, and wear weaves? Like, nobody told them to do that. I was like, yeah, men, like, men never sat down with women and was like, women, 
all of you need long nails. Women, all of you need to wear weaves now. That, like, that never happened. Yeah. So how did that start? And it's like you said, they like to compete. It's a competition. Yeah. My uh, my girlfriend, I don't I don't think she'll listen to this. I don't know if she does or not, but she has uh, these giant eyelashes. And um, I don't say anything about I appreciate the effort, but, uh, and I, you know, it's not I, I don't like them that much, you know, yeah, you, <laughs> you know like the history of them, the giant ass eyelashes. No, you're going to. I look. I looked up the history of where big eyelash can like those things came from. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were made in France, right? And it was for the prostitutes in the brothel when men would come on their face, they got it in their eye. So it was it was made to keep the. <laughs> it's made to keep come out of her eye. Look it up. Okay. Look it up. Okay. No. It's it's. People, people don't think I'm lying. This is the God honest truth. I looked it up. <laughs> and I said, like, it's cr- the history of things is very interesting, man. Yeah. They designed this to keep cum out of prostitutes' eyes. And wow. then somebody just was like, but we can use this for beauty. And then, and then that's, that's what it is. Wow. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> On a uh, less nasty topic. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I've always wondered though, um, and you mentioned this before that you, before you were black spider guy, you had other accounts, but you still yeah. wore masks. Yes. Um, okay. So why, why the, the Spider-Man mask? Like what, what, where did that idea come from? So Spider-Man is my third favorite superhero. Um, okay. the first reason why I chose spider guy, Spider-Man is because people said that I sound like him or something. They said that my mannerisms and my goofy way of being, you know, you know, Spider-Man, when he fights a villain, he's, he's goofy. He'll crack a joke here and there. Sure. Some people also said I'm like Deadpool, but Deadpool is like not my favorite, you know, most favorite character in Spider, Spider-Man. So yeah. The, the second one was honestly, I was just laying down one day and, you know, I video edit for fun and I had the mask there and I was like, you know, I've never been Spider-Man before. You know, I like Spider-Man. Let me let me try that character out. And, you know, I kind of wanted to take it, but then make it my own. Sure. You know, because, um, again, you know, I'm not I'm, I took a little time. I'm not Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Guy. And there's a reason for that. That's my this is my Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I believe I and I also like I love superheroes. You yeah. know, I love superheroes. And I kind of wanted to be like I don't want to be like everybody else in the Manosphere. Yeah. Everybody shows their face. Everyone, you know, I'm tough guy, strong. I wanted to be the hero of the manosphere. It's kind of kid-like, but it's no, I hear you. Yeah, I wanted to, to have a superhero in the red pill community, you know. And I'm not really—I tell people all the time—I'm not really red pill-ish because mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys out there like women are idiots. <laughs> I'm, I'm not—I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm, I'm not I'm that guy, guy at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm that guy. You know, I have a mom. My mom crazy, but I respect her. You know. Sure. I'm I'm just a very logical person. And I think everything should be deduced. I wanted to be Spider-Man because I wanted to be, you know, Spider-Man is, is a super genius. You know, people don't understand that. Some people think that he's just strong guy with costume on, but 
Peter Parker made his his web shooters. He's he's a, he's a smart guy. Yeah. But you know, I just I love Spider Man. I wanted to be a hero of the Red Pill community. That's kind of why I picked it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because um, so normally I like to ask uh, personal questions. You know, I, I recently had Chuck on. And I, you know, I, I know a little bit about Chuck, his, you know, personal background stuff outside of TikTok. Uh, mm. I had M- Emily King on and, I saw, yeah. and, you know, she, you know, she's a physical therapist outside of TikTok and stuff like that. So I asked her those types of questions, but I, I really don't know anything about you. Um, well, that, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not totally true. Like we chat offline. I'm always trying to take notes, trying to figure out your secret identity, but you know, your secret <laughs> safe with me. So I'm not going to share those notes, but can you tell us like where like where you grew up? So I grew up in the Northeast. Okay. I could say that much. I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up in a in a quiet little beach town. Um, you know, not a lot of violence, not a lot of crime, you know, suburbs, mom and dad. I got family, I have siblings. You know, I was uh I was that guy that always got straight A's in school and didn't have to try. That was I was that guy. Mm. Um I was the always I was always the kid that finished the quizzes before everyone else could answer every question. Just like Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but like my, you know, I've got a degree in science. Um, you know, I have a crazy memory. Um, I can just remember. I, I don't really try to memorize stuff. It just happens. Um, but I kind of grew up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an older brother and um I'm all about responsibility. I come from a military family. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all about discipline, respect, um, be logical, common sense, you know, hard work. Things don't come easy. That's how I was raised. I was raised, you know, if you want a made up bed and you come home, you make up your bed in the morning. You know, that's that's how I was raised. You know, you want a, a warm cooked meal. You can't always rely on other people. You got to rely on yourself. You know, the responsibilities of a man is to make sure he takes care of his kingdom and his household and the people that live within his kingdom. That's how I was raised, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very traditional. Are your parents still together? Yes. They've been married for 38 years. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. My parents are still together. Um, would you say that they're a good model of uh, like how a couple should interact? Cause I would say my parents are not. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom. Yeah. You know, she she went through a lot growing up. My mother only ever lived with one man her entire life besides her father, and that's my dad. Okay. You know, she met my dad when she was 19 years old. Um, you know, my mom is a bit aggressive, but my dad is also, he's kind of like passive aggressive in a sense. Like my dad is very calm. It's almost like a scary, eerie calm. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom would yell, but my father wouldn't yell. You know, he would just look at her. You know, and my, my dad, would, he, my dad, I would always ask my dad, like, what is that? He'd be like, I shoot her with this energy called indifference. And I wait to see what she's going to, res- what she's going to give back to me. Yeah. Because the house, I, it, the house she lives in, I pay for the food that she eats. I pay for the car she drives. I pay for. Yeah. So, I, so he would look at her like he was confused he, and, and it would scare my mom because my dad, you know, I asked my dad one time, I was like, dad, how do you live with my mom? My mom's crazy sometimes. He's like. I live with the comfort of knowing that if she leaves, no man could deal with her but me. And she knows that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? The way you described your dad Mm. is exactly how uh, Corey Wayne in How to Be a 3% Man 
tells uh, tells men like this is the way you need to be. This is what women are attracted to. And a mm-hmm. lot of us growing up, like I certainly wasn't. My dad was a dick to my mom, but he was also the kind of guy that would like lose his temper at her. She would nag the shit out of him. Like, really? I'm, like yeah, they, they uh, like I'm 99% sure like they stopped having sex sometime like after my brother and I were born. You know, I'm, I'm sure that oh, they wow. weren't doing any of that. They're mm. still together, but it's like more out of spite than anything. And so like... Like I was, I learned relationships by watching my parents, like most of us have. Same, and, same. And, and so it wasn't until, it wasn't until like last year that I started studying this stuff at the beginning of the year. I think the first, the first Manosphere book I read was No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, like Corey Wayne's book, he talks about that, like indifference makes the difference, you know, um, and in Atomic Attraction, they talk about, you know, either be indifferent or agree and amplify. But the way you describe your dad is exactly the way men have to deal with women. You know, yes. they can't yes. lose their cool. He just he just, <laughs> he just stares at her with an energy of indifference. I love that. Yeah. my You know, my dad was a sniper in the military. Um, okay. So he always told me he had, he had to learn from like, you know, from all of that. You have to stay calm under times of great stress. Yeah. Because if not, you're going to die. Yeah. And he applies that to everything he does now. You know, and my dad always told me, he's like, you know, love is a tricky thing. He says it's it's never the same in the beginning. But if you truly care about it, it can be in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's my dad. And I always ask him all the time, like, how are you doing it? And he's just like, I love your mom. I I. My dad is a very big contractual guy in a sense that he said, I made an oath. Like, you know, he's, like my yeah. dad still puts the American flag out and salutes it. And he's not in the military anymore, but he does that, mm. you know. And a lot of other black people, you know, just to, you know, sidestep, they don't understand it because of the current political climate we're living in. Yeah. But I, but I used to ask my dad, I was like, dad, you know, how do you feel about everything that's going on? And he was just like, at the end of the day, I've been around the world. And that was in the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. And he told me that at the end of the day, this is the best country for black people. Mm-hmm. Hands down. He said, I've been to Germany. I've been to France. I've been to Vietnam. I've been to Guam. But he said, this is the best place for black people. And I'll never understand why nobody, well, sorry, why, why they won't understand that. That's my dad. You know? Okay. Well, I, you know what? I mean, as a former military person myself, like I have the same viewpoint, not necessarily on the black people thing, because I really can't speak to that. But in general, like I've been completely around the world. I've been to some shithole countries, you know, Mm. I've been to, I've been to Europe, you know, Europe's supposed to be this, you know, great place. (laughs) And uh, just the amount of freedom we have here, the the fact that we can even speak out against our government whenever we want, you know, Mm -hmm. like even if like, like all the people bad mouthing, you know, Trump and stuff the last four years. And I I try not to get into politics too much on the podcast, but you know, whatever your political view, whatever your political viewpoint is, you're allowed to speak your mind in this country. And that by itself makes us a greatest country in the world. And, and exactly. people, exactly they, they, and you just did a video about this on your YouTube channel, but Canada, they just uh, released a bill because they don't have. Oh, C10. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, they don't have a uh, a constitution in Canada that says nope. that you have the freedom of speech. And they just they just wrote a thing saying that they can monitor what you're saying on social media and take you down if they want. Oh, like, yeah. It, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's crazy. This is what I tell people. I'm like, look, man, thank God we have a constitution. Yeah. Just and it's the first freaking one. Woo! Yeah. We are so lucky. A lot of people don't understand that, man. And I try to reiterate that to a lot of people in my community that don't seem to really get it. I'm like, you can go and you can punch a police officer Mm -hmm. and go, oh, he's racially profiling me. Okay, go to Africa where they've got, you know, AK-15 or sorry, AK-47s and they'll shoot you. They'll shoot you dead and and no one will care. Yeah. You go out there and yell yell at a man out there, they'll beat you. Yeah, feel something like like this looting. They're, they, oh, they're looting for reparations. I was I was out there in Manhattan, you yeah. know, watching it happen. And I said, "How is this? How is this standing for freedom?" Yeah, someone said, "Well, we're fighting for our slave ancestors." I'm like, "Okay, go to Africa and do that. You're you're gonna lose your hands or die." So yeah, you know, again, it's just like you were saying. It's amazing that we're allowed to do all these things, and people just take it for granted, you know. They do. You got fourteen-year-olds on TikTok saying, "You know, my life is so bad," and it's like you have the internet. You know, I hate capitalism. It's like, okay, you're wearing freaking Nike sneakers, but all right, you know. One thing that one thing that these people don't understand, or maybe they don't think about it, is you never see people from America on makeshift rafts trying to escape the terrors of capitalism. You never see that, but you see that coming from Cuba. Yep, <laughs> and they're which, not which, which right now. Yeah. Oh my God, what's happening in Cuba right now is. Just... Yeah. So. Ooh. Um. All right. So getting back on a less political topic. Well, it's still kind of political, I guess, depending. Uh. But. Uh, yeah. Now you said that you're you're not you don't consider yourself red pilled, but I was going to ask you like, how did you get red pilled? Like, how did you wake up to this stuff? Woo! I think it was when I was in college yeah was it junior year of college you know I, I really was I was kind of sheltered so when I went into college I just learning about myself and was kind of getting made fun of for my childish ways and was learning how to be more of an independent man um I was talking to girls I was talking to girls a lot hanging out going on dates but never could close you know I had girls promise me this promised me that I even had a a black girl tell me one time you're not black enough for me which confused me but apparently what does that even mean (laughs) well apparently I don't I don't sound the way I look is what I've been told you know okay I'm this big muscly black dude with tattoos but then like people look at me and then they hear me and it it throws them off Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of sad, but it's it's been my whole life. You know, my yeah. parents were always told that if you want to be able to articulate and be able to speak, you need to learn how to speak well. So I learned how to speak well. I don't curse a lot. I don't say the N word all the time. I just I just I enunciate. And, yeah. you know, I had to learn, you know, who I was as a man first. I think that's what I had to do. I, I sat down. I was like, who am I? You know, like like what is my goal in dating this girl? You know. Um, does this girl really see me for what I think I see in myself? 
And that was a really heavy one. Cause I had to realize that a lot of these, I just, I started realizing, wait a minute, they don't care about me being able to do that dance at the party or whatever. They don't care. We're in college. They see me as a potential. They see the straight A's I've got me working in, in honors commons and getting, you know, B pluses in organic chemistry. They see a, 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 a gem, but they don't see me. They see what I can do. And that's when I woke up. That's when I woke up. When, and then I was talking to this girl who was saying, oh, I'm Christian and I want to wait. Found her getting dug out by my college roommate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. And I was like, I don't get it. I'm doing everything traditional. But this guy is now I would use the term being modern. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? I didn't even understand the differences between a modern woman and a traditional woman. I didn't understand any of that. I yeah. didn't know their nature. I didn't know what they wanted out of a man. So I sat there crying like a little weak man. And I went online and I was just like female nature. Cause I mean, I, I was using science terms. Sure. And then I, I ran into a Steph is Cold video. And I listened to him. And Who? then I ran, Steph is Cold. Steph is Cold. Okay. He's like he's like a he's like the black community's version of what Kevin Samuels before Kevin Samuels. Kevin was Samuels is black too. So. <laughs> no 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 no. What I'm saying like before he was around. Oh okay. He was the only black red pill guy. Got it. Okay. And I listened to him, and then I listened to Alpha Male, Alpha Male something. I forgot the Alpha name. Alpha Male Strategies. Then, yes, Alpha Male Strategies. Yeah, a lot of the guys yeah. in the Three Percent Man Facebook group like love AMS, uh, and yeah. I think AMS actually was maybe coached by Corey Wayne at one point. He definitely has read how to be a 3% man, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, he, he's all about being a player really, you know, which is yeah, fine. He's, yeah. He's, see, there's, yeah. There's different parts of the red pill community. You've got the players, you got the ones that are actually trying to get married and play that game dating. Well, there's different parts of the manosphere I've, yep. I've learned. Definitely. But what really, but what really woke me up was Sandman. Sandman is a guy on YouTube. He's got a picture of a female that's it's female version of uh, was it um, what's that character for America? Miss Old Sam, Uncle Sam. It's yeah. female Uncle Sam. Okay, female Uncle Sam, and he's from Canada, hmm. and he broke down female nature in such a way that I just never. It was just like wow. It, it was waking me up. Yeah, and I started applying that. And it started working. Yes. I stopped being nice just because I thought that being nice is the way a man's supposed to be. Right. I started questioning being a gentleman. I started questioning them. I started saying, well, why do I got to do that? Why can't I do this? I used to feel guilty for questioning a woman. I used to feel guilty mm. about that. Oh, oh, that's not gentleman-like or that's not nice. You, you, just, do, you just do what they want and everything's good like an idiot, you know, I just spend money on them and, and they'll stay by my side like an idiot. Yeah. I thought these things. And then they're getting dug out by the dude who's in the gym, got a freaking, I think there was a dude, he had a, um, like a Porsche and he had an apartment off campus and he had parties every week Yeah, and they're, they're getting dug out by this guy. And I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I didn't understand until later on, I'm like, oh, this is where a man's value comes from. This is what a woman internally seeks. 
Oh, this is what a man wants. This is how we project. Oh, that's a shit test. Like I had to learn all those things. Yeah. You know, did you, so, so so you, uh, you pretty much learned most of the stuff on YouTube. Do you read any books on the subject? Sadly, you know, I'm a millennial, you know, I I, I, (laughs) You know, Books. I wasn't really reading any book. Yeah. Books. Yeah. But I will say this. Yeah. I listened to a hell of a lot of audiobooks and a hell of a lot of audio speeches. Yeah. From what's from um different mo- different speakers. I think there's one guy, he's bald, he's black, he's a marine. Um he runs all these triathlons. Oh, was, uh David Goggins? David Goggins. Yeah. Um the the other guy you mentioned, what's his name? Corey Wayne. Corey, yo, Corey, man, when I came out of the military, I was lost. Okay. Uh-huh. I was lost. I could not get a job. I found a job. I lost my job. I was depressed. Yeah. You know, I was longing for some kind of sense of brotherhood. None as a civilian, zero. You start to realize all the stuff you hated about the military, you liked, and you maybe you should go back, but whatever. Um, I listened to him. This is what mm-hmm. I lived in my parents' house, you know, I was like 22 in my parents' basement. I built a gym in my parents' basement. My mother was like, was basically shunning me for a minute because, you know, I had failed. I got medically separated out of the military. You know, my right knee gave out mm. and I was a track runner. I had an injury I didn't know about. Could, couldn't even put weight on it. Um, I felt lost, man. I felt lost. I felt weak. I was gaining a little weight. Stopped working out. I could, you know, my knee had to recover. My mother was like, oh, you're not a man. You didn't make it through your year, your full years of service. It really sucked, man. Yeah. My father was there for me, though. My father was just like, you know, son, you got to sometimes do what you don't need, don't want to do to get where you need to go. You know, mm-hmm. thank God for my dad, because I'll be lost. without Your dad me. sounds like a, a great man. Yeah. But, you know, I was I remember I was crying at the table. My dad was like, you know, son, you're young. You still have time. And he and that and that woke me up. And then I started rewatching my red pill content. I started rewatching, and then I listened to David Goggins. I started listening. Um, what's his name again? Corey Wayne. Corey Wayne. But Corey Wayne, man, I was in the basement at ten o'clock at night, just trained, just doing push-ups, and I'm just listening to this guy. Mm-hmm. And 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 he's just like, it's not over. It's not mm-hmm. over. You can do this. Just believe. You got to believe in the dream. You know, not everyone else is going to believe in your dream. It's not meant for them to believe in. It's for you to believe in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm just like, wow, like that makes sense. And, and and you start to it starts to kind of build in you and you're like, I want more. You yeah. know? And, and, I, and after I think a year of listening to that, I moved out of my parents house. I got a better job. You know, I moved again and I've, and I've gotten my second from my third promotion, you know, because I've been able to keep this, con- you know, conservative positive mindset that i'm not gonna falter you know Mm -hmm. people say you're a misogynist oh why are you wearing a mask i wear a mask because i like my damn mask that's (laughs) me yeah i'm black spider guy and and i can embody that and i learned that from just you know listening and just trying to grow as a man and finding other men who have been through it Got it. Very cool. Speaking of other guys that have been through it, um, you know, we talked about you being banned. Uh, You you know, you said you've been banned a bunch of different times. Mm -hmm. Um, Chuck Daddy 
has been banned a couple of times now. Uh, I've been banned <laughs> once. And, mm. and Chuck was just on last week uh, on the podcast at the time of this uh, recording, or actually by the time this publishes, he will mm-hmm. have been the, the, the episode that came on uh, the week before. Gotcha. So you, Chuck, uh, Jay Rude, I don't know if anyone listening knows Jay Rude. Uh, you and I, like all three, all four of us keep in contact in group texts. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you get hooked up with Chuck and Jay Rude? So Chuck, I think, messaged me. Okay. It's like, I'm not Chuck messaged me, and um, I started liking his videos because he's more rug. He's rough and rugged, you know. He is something else, man. His <laughs> his videos he, are so fucking blunt, you know. I feel I, like he's the antithesis of what men were yeah. in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted a model of a Hugh Hefner like character, he's your guy. He is the. 1950s version of red pill okay yeah yeah that's what i would consider him to be the hugh hefner of red pill chuck if you're listening yes you, you should you should <laughs> definitely put that on a shirt there's um, there's there's some things that chuck says that i don't agree with there's clearly stuff that i say that he that he doesn't agree with but i think like he and i have a good relationship that you know we're you know we do a good uh, compare and contrast of each other, I think, you know, but I feel like with you, you're more of the, the calmer, the calmer voice in the red pill universe. You're more of the, the growth potential and progress part of, of, of the red pill group. You know, yeah. you're, you're not so in the face. You're more of the reasonable. Okay. In the home guy. I consider myself more purple pill. Like I feel like there's some yeah. truth in the blue pill. You know, there's some truth in that too. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the Captain America of our group. Sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely. And then Jay Jay Rude. Um, I followed him because I liked one of his motivational speeches he had. And then like he motiv- like when I had lower subscribers, he he helped me out. Yeah. And then when I surpassed him. I kept trying to help him out and we just kept that going. And I feel like with him, he is a very, he's, he's kind of, I don't know. His, his personality is very neutral, very yeah. neutral personality. He's similar to you. I feel um, very similar to you. He's very positive. He, he is very motivating stuff. Yeah. He's very positive. He's less, he, he's not blunt really at all. I feel, but when he is blunt, it still comes off as this very nurturing kind of loving kind of standpoint similar to you mm-hmm. but i would say with a little with a little gruff in there i guess a little a little gruff sometimes yeah <laughs> sometimes but i mean you have your gruff sometimes too so i mean you, you guys are very similar in your ways of, of being but i mean again he kind of just helped me one day said i like your stuff and then i met him and i was like okay cool i like your stuff too and then we kind of just kept in contact and we just never, I helped him when I could, he helped me when I could. And we just never left in contact. We just stayed in contact. Yeah. So Chuck, I think, I think he was following me uh, initially and I just, I, and maybe he might've been commenting and he's, he was one of those guys. I think that, um, you know, you see people commenting a lot, but maybe you don't interact with them so much. And then right. he got banned and he reached out to me. He's like, this is my new account. I got banned and whatever mm-hmm. you want. I used to have like 30,000 followers, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to rebuild, but you know, 
anywhere you can help. I'll, I'll, I'll stitch your videos and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, great, man, whatever. And at, at that mm. time I was like, I'm maybe a little full of myself too. Cause I think at that time I had like 15,000 followers and, but right. still like he started tagging me in like a lot of stuff. And then I noticed that he was tagging like J root and a million things and tagging you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I really started following him, his videos and I, I, I get a kick out of them and stuff like that. And so we sort of started maintaining this, this friendship. And then when I got banned, I was like, you know, uh, and also he got banned like a second time. And I, and, and so I, I made a video about him getting banned and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when I got banned, I was like, the first person I reached out to was, was Chuck. And I tagged mm-hmm. like him and uh, I reached out to him and he's like, Oh yeah, me and black spider guy and J rude. We all have this, this like thing going. Cause we all get banned and stuff. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. And so, yeah. So yeah, he then, introduced me to you. Yeah. I remember Right. Yeah. So he and I, uh, we had I, somehow he, he shot me his phone number and like he and I had a conversation and stuff. And yeah, he hooked me up with with you and Jay Rude. And it's uh, kind of funny because Chuck yeah. is the one that made the group chat. Right. Yeah. Chuck kind of brought us all together. In a, he's, in a, in a... he's the Iron Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, that's, that's the Iron Man. But yeah, he kind of brought us all together. He introduced me to you. You know, I was cool with J-Rude, but I didn't really get into the group chat until Chuck yeah. texted me. And then I was like, oh, cool. We're, we're in a group chat, I guess. And then he's like, yeah, J-Rude's here. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Right. You know, and, and then here's Paul. And I'm like, oh, hey. what's you know? Yeah. And then so, so, you know, but I feel like because we all are basically saying the same thing, just mm-hmm. in different ways, you know? And yeah. we all have our own personalities and characters and we can definitely grow up one another. But I'm definitely glad I met you guys, you know, as someone who's kind of solitary and I mean, I, I kind of just work on my own stuff. It's really nice to have uh, you guys, you know, I could cons- I consider you guys friends in this, in this manosphere thing, you know, because up until now it was just myself, just me, you know, yeah. and I didn't really think anybody really gave a damn about me you know, what I have to do, but it's nice to be a part of something. And, you know, especially part of something where you've got each individual person who's thirsty, who's hungry, you know? Yeah. And, and I like that. I really do. Yeah. I dig that too. Um, I just have a couple questions here and then I'll, I'll cut you loose. Cause we're, we're, I think up at an hour here, but um, mm. so you've, I've seen you do a few videos. Um, I guess this is a multi-part question. Uh, mm. So one question is, how many masks do you own? Cause you've, I've seen you wear black Spider-Man mask, red Spider-Man mask and a Deadpool mask. And then also, do you have friends like local friends that shoot with you? Cause sometimes I see like multiple Spider-Mans in a video, or is that always just you and you just do like editing and stuff? So I have about 10 masks. Um, okay. You know, I've got different Spider-Man. I've got Deadpool. I've got flash. I've got different other, other characters. Um, when I do the multiple people, that's me. That's all me. Okay. It's just me using editing and just acting. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. You know, yeah, I I always just, I just clone myself and I just act out different parts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then you said that before you were black spider guy, uh, you were, you had other TikTok accounts, but you always wore a mask in all of those or. Okay. What mask did you go with then? 
Oh man, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, um, I was I was Red Pill Santa. Oh my god, that was a Red Pill Santa. Okay. Yeah, I was Red Pill Santa. Um, I was Red Panther, which was just like Black Panther, but with like a mask. Okay. Um, I was Iron Fist. They're all they're all superhero esque. Right. I was Iron Fist, but no one really, no one really, that didn't really catch on. I was kind of like feeling the air. It, it wasn't really trying. Yeah. The very first one I ever did, I was um a black. I was a Black Power Ranger. I was wearing a helmet, mm. but it, but um got too hot, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of okay. had to stop. I can see why Iron Fist wouldn't catch on. I mean that. Did you watch? Do you watch the the Iron Fist series and stuff on Netflix? Yeah, the hor- the horrible show. Yeah, that was right, the like so. I loved all the Marvel shows except for Iron Fist. I was like, that guy is a is a tool, man. Like he's he is, weak. yeah, very weak, extremely weak guy. Yeah, just the worst character. I don't know if it, 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 the character itself is okay, but the actor was just I thought was terrible in it. Iron Fist is very very powerful, dude. They just yeah. didn't portray him. Like no. his fist needed to charge. I was like, "What? What? What, what is that all about?" Yeah, got to wait for his. It was stupid. That's lame. Definitely lame. All right, Black Spider guy, where can people find you? Well, I'm on Spotify. Thanks to you, Paul. I've started my own podcast. I'm on Spotify. Black Spider guy advice as always. Mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube. Black Spider guy advice as always. Instagram. Black Spider guy advice. And Clapper. Black Spider guy advice. So, oh, Black Spider, <laughs> and you were you were on a temporary ban of TikTok. Is there hopes that you'll be back as Black Spider Guy advice on TikTok? It went from temporary suspension to permanent ban after they reevaluated. So oh. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about getting a new phone and trying with that. But honestly, I'm thinking about just growing on all these other platforms, getting big on them, and then pissing on TikTok. I love it. I love that plan. I love that plan. All right, brother. I will chat with you later. Yes, indeed, Paul. This has been fun, man. You're awesome. All right. You are too. Spider guy. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I thought that conversation was awesome. Uh, You have a really interesting backstory, man. Really interesting. More interesting than Peter Parker. (laughs) Do you see what I did there? Anyway, just kidding. We know that you're not Spider-Man, you're Spider-Guy, and there's a difference. You are the hero that we need right now in the space, for sure. And uh, I'm glad you're out there, brother. I'm glad you're out there, and I'm glad that we were able to get into contact and we're able to make this happen. All right, everybody, that's all I have this week. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.